Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, this is Chris. And today we're having a beautiful conversation about future seeing. And future seeing as, as it relates to brand. So many people uh, have attempted over the past uh, weeks to fill out forms that I've sent out to my coach clients regarding your brand, your personal brand. And I think uh, that's a really, really important part of future seeing. You see, it's not just the filling out of a form and creating a personal brand that's important here. It's the process. Now, let me tell you why. One of the most important questions you ever ask in future seeing is, what brand do you want me to be? Remember, we've talked about I, me, my, you. And whenever we're talking about human development, human performance, human um, uh, endeavor, we must always come back to I, me, my, you. We go through the process of I want, I am, I do, I this. We go into a thing as into a next step, which is me, my, which is what I want to collect as a result of I. In other words, I feel hungry, my stomach is aching, what can I have? I feel uh, ambitious, what do I, what, what am I going to, my career, my wealth, my family, my. And it, the, the sequence of I to my to I to me is really automatic and most people do it without thinking. It's a subconscious process that's been with us since Adam was a boy and Eve was, a, was his girlfriend. So the I, me, my, it's really easy. But if we get stuck in the I, me, my process, we go like a mouse on a wheel. We push the wheel forward, but the back of the wheel comes back and becomes the future. And so in order to create an outcome or to create a future that we want, the word you has to appear. Now, this is incredibly uh, simple when there is an authority figure saying... Uh, which is a, like a religious god or a boss at work who's dominating or a parent who's very strict. The you is very clear because I, me, mine know what you want. And therefore, it's really easy for me, I, me, my, which is me, to deliver to you who dominates me what you want. I don't get a choice. I don't have fluctuations and the variables of what do I want, what do I, what do me, my, and what do I want to deliver to you? I am told. But the world of dictatorships and the world of authority figures and the world of, of organized religion has evaporated on us, and so it should, because it has a side to it which is quite poisonous. However... What it's left us with is guesswork. What do you really want? Because if I want what I want, and I, me, my, want to be happy and content and fulfilled and achieve things, I have to know what you want because you are going to remunerate me. 
you are going to pay me, you're going to, to accept my product, you're going to consume my service, you're going to be the consumer of my deliverable. Therefore, I must define what you want. And you will be reluctant to be overt with that statement of what you want because you don't want to be authoritarian, you don't want to be dictator, you don't want to be all the things that have been banned from society, you don't even want to have uh, voice your opinions on topics just in case they insult one of the minorities, and fair enough, that uh, have become quite vocal in their resistance to your opinions. So it's really hard to say what you want. And now we've become confused. I want to be me in the world, which is accumulate stories and wealth and families and um, uh, uh, and career success and, and, and ex-partners and new partners and family and children. I want to collect and grow all these things, but I can only do so if I deliver to you what you want. But you don't really know how to express what you want, and I have lost the art or never been taught the art of finding out what you want. So we are left at an individual level second-guessing people. Now, the great danger of second-guessing people is that we usually, 99.99% of the time, project what we think people want, which is really what we want, onto them and say, I, I guarantee that person wants a green hat. Of course, that's us projecting onto them, which is us becoming the dictator we promised ourselves we wouldn't be. And the other person may, 50-50 chance, accept or reject our projection. So the art of branding is to say it's really important to hear what I'm about to say in future seeing. The art of branding is not to any longer guess what they, you, want. It's to find out. And to find out what you want is not easy because you, the listener here, might be confused. You might say, well, on the one hand, I want uh, to be inspired, but on the other hand, I want my partner at home and kids to like me. And on the other hand, I want to go fishing on Fridays, but on the other hand, I want to be inspired and successful at work. And so you are confused. And therefore, when it comes to delivering things, sometimes it's easy. For example, a green car with uh, low emissions, with four wheels and uh, under $20,000 to buy, that becomes quite easy to nominate and, and therefore start to discern how to deliver I, me, my to you. But a person walks into, for example, JB Hi-Fi or walks into David Jones or walks into a chemist shop and they want sun cream, but they don't know which brand, they don't know what type. And they're not asking whether they do ask the question, which sun cream works best or which one is best for my skin. But what they're really saying is they are a brand and they want the I, me, my, the thing, the product, the delivery of service to satisfy that brand. I want to keep my skin young or I want to, uh, they, they will say, I want to prevent cancer. So they have a fear of, of the sun. And so this, this variability of delivery and the be able to think on your feet in terms of understanding what people want, becomes a critical part of future sync success. So let me just say 
The process of developing your personal brand is not a process of authenticity or self-realization or self-awareness, which is what is taught by the ridiculous notion of human synergistics or 360-degree measurement in HR or any such process which uh, aims, or like Maya Brick, which aims to define you as something. What we need to learn and what evolves you is being able to say, what do you want me to be? So branding is the determination of the brand you will deliver to create a service to another human being. A great example of this could be to say, you are never the same brand at work as you are at home. Now, people try to be authentic. They go to work and say, I want to be authentic. They get taught by a landmark program, which is exactly what landmark says. Be authentic, be you. But that's not commercially viable, nor is it going to satisfy all the aspects of being a brand yourself. The question we ask ourselves is, what do you, I, me, my, we don't get caught up in the landmarks and the workshops of the world, which is I, me, my, 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 and become stuck in the past or stuck in the present or stuck in the future. What we ask is, what do you want me to be? When you know what they want you to be, that becomes your brand. And what you deliver to their want is the strengths of, that you can deliver to their want. And you shore up, if, if there's a want for a better word, you realize the things that they want that you can't deliver and you collaborate with others to make sure the delivery is a complete package. Let's say, for example, one of the things that I realized when I started coaching was that a lot of people, um, when they get emotionally or physically or mentally uh, distressed by their work or their personal life, start to put on weight. They become either obsessed with sport and get too skinny, or they become obsessed with gratification and get too fat. And managing this becomes uh, quite a nightmare so when people come to coaching, I had to say, what brand do you want me to be? And one of the core things was, I want you, Chris, to deliver to me, client, a process that incorporates my mental, emotional, spiritual health with my physical health. Now, I'm not a nutritionist, and I have to re respect the fact that I, I have my go-to um, uh, diets and things that help nearly everybody, but I always recommend Sarah, who's my uh, highly respected and highly skilled nutritionist here in Sydney, to contact my client and my client pay her a few bucks to get a personalized validation of whatever nutrition program they're on. Now, nutrition is fraught with uh, danger. It's, it's, it's become the new self-help process because all the diets have come out with not only uh, what to eat, but the diets have come out with exercise programs, they've come out with mental nutrition, they've come out with uh, routines like the 75 hard or the, uh, the, the, the programs people do in order to incorporate mental, physical and emotional health in the one process. But 
This is again delivering a package because that's what people want. They want a simplified mental, emotional and dietary exercise routine. And they want it all simplified and dumbed down so it all comes from one place. And I think that's really important. However, generic we know doesn't work. With Generic we know uh, has two sides but sells the upside. And so what I had to do in my uh, coaching was to incorporate Sarah in my coaching to make sure that I delivered what you want, which is one package, but not necessarily become generic in saying everybody will enjoy the Tim Ferriss uh, slow carb diet or everybody will benefit from it. Sarah was my filter process into that dietary thing. And I would say 30% of people who go to Sarah from my coaching don't follow the, the uh, religiously the, um, the program of Tim Ferriss, which is, which is my go-to. They follow a hybridized thing that Sarah instructs them. Now, as soon as we get out of into hybridizing, we get into the thing as, you know, I really feel that ice cream's not bad for me every now and again or some ridiculous notion that allows us to slip out of routine back into uh, operating for the day, cause and effect. So delivering what people want is, is, is really why you'd create a branding process. What's and, and this branding process is, is like jelly. It's continually changing. You say, what do you want? What do you want? If you're a manager of a business, for example, you might work with a team and, and, and you're, you're in front of that team and, 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 and you, they, you, you, you ask the question, what do you want? And they say, fun. And next team wants um, seriousness and the next team wants very deep understanding. Next team wants a, a muffin. And so if you're a constant brand, as they try to tell you you are with your personality tests and things like that, which is absolute bunkum, then you get trapped in displeasing and pleasing and working and and being rewarded by some and punished by others. And so the ability to morph your brand, the ability to be uh, a big brand with a big vision and then have smaller components of that brand, you can morph across and into becomes why you do a branding process, why you do the, fill out the forms, because you might have to fill them out again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. You might have to change in th- things. The second most important part of the whole branding process for Future Seeing is to recognise that you can never be the same brand at work as you are at home. And once again, the Meyerbrig and all these other processes which give you categorizations in which you operate as a character um, are, are poison because you need to be almost the diametric opposite to who you are at work when you get at home. And if you try to have one constant lineage of brand, you're going to end up with either a failed relationship at home or a failed business at work. If you go to some training and it tells you how to be spiritual at home and love and have kids and be a good guy and be a good woman at home and all that sort of stuff, and you go to work with that sort of wood duck um, enjoyable life is about compromise thing and you get to work with that you could very well be the very undoing of you setting goals at work becomes a really important part of your personal brand because people want to know your story your ambition for the future but setting goals at home might become the most poison thing you could ever do because it creates expectations of others 
in a home environment and therefore will encourage the kids not to be present with you because they they are part of your story of the future not their own and then they'll end up addicted to ipads and shit so um creating a brand the process of branding is really important for future seeing because cause and effect a brand causes an effect and if you're stuck in the past, stuck in the present, stuck in the future, if you're stuck anywhere, you won't be able to shift and morph with this brand and therefore cause people to want your service. And want your service means come to you rather than you go to them. Um, if you're an actor, you will call people onto the stage by your performance rather than reach out into the audience with your performance to try and tap everybody on the shoulder. As a business, as an individual, you will call people to your brand because you'll love it and you'll celebrate it, but you will, you'll be able to morph it to whatever the audience, which is, can be one person or a million, depending on your product delivery, requires of you. This ability to morph uh, and shift brand and uh, be what people want you to be is defined by one word in the universe, and that is called spirituality. The ability not to be trapped by an ego, which has one set of character traits, one set of personality, tries to hammer that home in the form of opinion and of beliefs and say stuck in the past. One of the things that I may have mentioned earlier in the in the this series of future seeing, which is really important for people to hear, and that is a brand at home. When we are branded at home, we come home and we say, I got married to a certain person and we had sex so many times a day or week or whatever it was, and we lived, we were happy. And that's the brand or the product that I bought. I bought this thing called a marriage with this person at this time in this place. Then time goes on and we evolve. And evolve means what? It means enjoy the day, celebrate the day. It means embrace the new you, the new environment. But most people stay comparing what they had in the honeymoon period with what they've got and they say I have a disappointing relationship or I have a disappointing home life or I have a disappointing situation and start trying to wrestle with the situation in order to fit their previous expectation of what it used to be looking like. Now evolving means to adapt to the new and all relationships will evolve into new but the, many people will be not able to evolve into the new because they will be comparing the new to the old. So even in domestic relationships, shifting brand, delivering to your partner what they want rather than what you want to be or what you want uh, delivered and knowing how I, me, my, I, me, myself can be redecorated or rearranged in, 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 in many different ways to be thankful for what it's got rather than to be comparing what it's got to what it had. This is a great example of how to use brand and how to use the ability to morph your brand to cause yourself to be successful in both business life and personal life. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. I hope you've enjoyed. Bye for now.